yeah, I actually don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing at all. Um, I'm sitting on my floor. <laughs> sitting on my floor. This little podcasting. Okay, story time. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Should I say the story? No, I'm not. Bitch, this is why I'm here. Yeah, let me let me get these let me get things straight, okay? There is no structure. No structure whatsoever. I try to live off structure. Oh, don't get me wrong. I do try. I feel like I genuinely do thrive when I'm on a schedule, when I have a good structured life. All right. I, I know that. And I recognize that. But bitch, just because I recognize it doesn't mean I actually like actively participate in it. You're funny. You're funny. You're hilarious. You're a comedian. I'm slapping my knee so hard. So hard. Um, But basically, I have no outlet. To the stuff in my head and boy when I tell you there is so much <gasps> there is so much stuff in my head and so much of it is unnecessary information that I don't fucking need okay I don't need it I don't need to know the entire life story of Marie Antoinette I don't need to know that I don't need to know like so much too much information about Henry VIII and his wives bestie you want to talk about Catherine Howard you want to talk about Catherine Howard I'll talk about Catherine Howard with you bitch I'll talk about her I will Stand that bitch till the day I die, okay? <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing for drops. Ew, ew, I don't like saying that. Guys, no, guys, I think my family can hear me. They stop talking. <gasps> They're listening. Who is Mark? My family is the Illuminati. <gasps> Who said that? Who said that? It's a joke. It's I can't be doing that. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a joke. Nothing I do is serious. Don't take anything I do serious. I am in I'm in it for the bit, all right? That's one thing about me. I'm in it for the bit. Until the bit gets me fucking arrested. Okay. It's a joke. Oh, this is so cringe. How do you guys do this? Do y'all not have families? Do y'all not have families? Are y'all orphans? Okay. Let's take a second. Let's take a second. I need to not say that. My mother's an orphan. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. I don't mean to expose you. Girl, it's okay. Just because you're an orphan doesn't mean I don't. It doesn't mean I love you any less. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I love you. I love you. I love you so much, mom. You're so cool. You're so amazing. You're so awesome. And you gave birth to such an awesome, amazing, beautiful, brilliant, super cool, super fun, smart, nice, cool, amazing, cool, awesome daughter. Specifically the youngest one, whose name is Logan. Last name Lynn. Height five four, last four digits of debit card. I'm just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. You thought. You probably didn't. Oh. Anyways, yeah. I have too much in my head. Too much. I need somewhere to get it out. This is my brain cave. Um. So you're stuck in it, and you're gonna be forced. I'm gonna shove you in the cave, and I'm gonna put a rock over the opening. You cannot escape the cave. All right. Anyways, fan fiction. Okay. Ah. Uh. All right, all right, you, this is going to be a difficult topic to explain. Very, very difficult because there are several aspects to this topic that I need to speak on. I need to release to the public. All right, first off, let's fucking normalize it. All right, you hear me? You hear me? You hear me right now, Logan Lynn, January 1st, 2024, normalize fan fiction, okay? And I will die on that hill. Do you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because one, look at, okay, I'm. let's look at it from a just overall point of view, not a single fandom, overall point of view. 
Having the ability to literally write into a world that you care so much about that you want to add on to it, that's fucking amazing. That's crazy. That you're able to like just add different aspects, intricate fucking details into these worlds that already exist. And like, it's just normal. And I'm so glad that it's normal because it's amazing because everyone has such a love for that like universe that they come together and create like these crazy fucking headcanons, you know? Like, it's so, it's so, honestly, it's unity. Unity at its top. United States of fan fiction, that's what it is. Fuck the United States of America. United States of archive of our own. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. Um, But yeah, it just, you're able to add on to the world. I think that's so cool because more information, more little things to gossip about, more little fun things to talk about, your silly little girl things on your silly little teenage girl podcast. Yeah, hey, hey, it's me. Yeah, I just, I love fanfiction. I love it. It's so cool that you can like add on to it, like I said. And Ugh, the shit that you get from it because you're able to add on to it. Because you're able to add different details. You're also able to add different details about certain people. You also are able to basically create your own personalities for those people. You're also able to make the best fucking ships ever that you wouldn't get. Or, like, if you do get, you get more details on. More, like, juicy, juicy stuff, you know? You get, like, more content because, like, a lot of, a lot of the universes that people write in, they're not for necessarily romantic universes. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not universes that are centered around romance specifically. Obviously, it plays a certain part of it. There's usually always going to be people together in fucking literally anything. Okay, that's such a lie. Ew. Ew, that sounded so, like, traditional of me. Shut the hell up. Ooh, I hate myself. I hate myself. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, 21st century technology, really, they just, it popped off. It popped off when it came to Archive of Our Own. It popped off when it came to Wattpad. Okay, Wattpad, then to Archive. Okay, another thing. I'm gonna get to it. Don't you, don't you wait. Don't you wait. Don't you worry. Keep clutching your pearls. Sit on the edge of your seat. I'm gonna get to it at some points. All right. Um, but yeah, I love that we're able to do that. It's so cool, especially when you want to kind of like. All right, I'm not gonna say take over a world that is written by a, a, a transphobic, disgusting piece of shit. Who said that? Oh my god. Why would you say? Why would you insinuate such a thing? <gasps> I actually am insinuated. Fuck J.K. Rowling. <gasps> Who said? No, I am saying it. I don't like Joanne. I don't like her. All right. She's icky. She's yucky. We don't treat our friends like that. No thank you, friend. So, but you know who I do love? Settling you. Loves Bitcate. Might be ready. I love them. Because you know what? They're not pieces of shit. They're my besties. They're my babes. Them and thousands of other fucking authors. All right? Because, ugh. They just, they just have a way of writing things out that's actually appeal. Okay, it's no, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. I'd be flamed so hard. I'm not saying that the Harry Potter books are not appealing. Also, breaking news, breaking news, newsflash. I read. Oh, this is embarrassed. Hold on. Give me. <laughs> Why am I even like getting nervous about it? I basically revealed it. 
I'm already do I've already dug my I've dug my grave. I've made my bed. I might as well lie in it. Alright. I might as well lie in it because boy. So I have a little bit of time story to tell you. Oh, I should have become more prepared for this if it's this embarrassing of a topic. How do I defend myself on this one? There's no going back from this. Ugh. Hey, hey, hey. Give me a second. Shut up. Okay, BRB, hold on. Like I said, no structure. I have no structure with anything. So, I'm going to be telling this just the way I want it, all right? I'm going to go back and forth. I'm going to go on tangents, and you know what? You're going to have to fucking deal with it. You're going to have to. I'm sorry. It's not my choice. It's just a legal decree, all right? It's recently been released. You have to listen to everything I say. Yeah, sorry. Not sorry. Baby, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Um, anyways, how did I... You you ask me, how did you get into fan fiction? How did you begin reading fan fiction? Oh, bitch. I hesitate. She hesitated. Get it? Because I hesitate. Okay. Um, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I This is me apologizing. This is me trying. My friend, she fucked up some fan fiction. And my other friend also did as well. Well, their two brains decided to enable me into fucking reading it. Ugh. And you know what? Ever since then, I have, like, I, you know what? I said I dug my grave here. No, I dug my grave then. And I've been slowly fucking just filling it with dirt. Like, damn, funeral. You know, when they, like, throw the, throw the dirt in. Literally, that's been me ever since I started reading because bitch the attachment i have to that shit the attachment i have an unnecessary attachment that's what it is i waste so much time i've wasted so much of my life my young years reading about two fictional characters falling in love over and over again in different circumstances different specifications different plot lines you know hey 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 shouldn't you be like doing your little teenage girl things like i don't know what happened to going outside and playing i say this as if i am eight years old i i live on an acre of dirt basically i live in the desert there is nowhere for me to play i was destined to read fan fiction basically is what i'm hearing that's what i'm saying that's what i'm insinuating all right um but yeah my friends are reading it. They convinced me to read Because I was in... This was during my... Trigger warning! Harry Potter TikTok 2020! This is my during... This is during my Draco Malfoy phase. <gasps> oh, I hate to say it. I hate to say it as a... Like a singular person. It was during... Okay, you know what? Hey, hey. I am putting my heart on my sleeve right now. You dare touch it. I come to your house with an assault rifle. <gasps> I didn't... No, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Ha ha ha. You know what? I'm pretty sure you're allowed to say stuff like that on these podcasts. So should I say it? Yeah. I can't control myself. All right. I can't. I'm just so funny and awesome and cool and smart. So sucks for you. Um, I love fan fiction. I love it. I love it. And I specifically love how they could make a whole romance out of a certain universe that you really like. Literally, I'm every single fucking universe, every single cinematic universe. 
has fanfiction. I am not even joking you. Look it up. There, if there's a movie, there's a fanfiction. That's one thing about these authors, all right? That's one thing about them, and bless their hearts. But some of them... Bro, that's where I should begin. That's where I should begin as well. No, because I already said I, I already committed to beginning from chronological events. Anyways, kind of basically gotten reading Draco Malfoy fan fiction. Oh, it hurts saying. Brings pain to my chest. Oh, but yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't care. I read, I'm going to say I read Dear Draco. All right. All right. And a lot of other ones that I don't remember the name of because they were such obscure titles that were so fucking weird that I probably, you know what? It was for the better. I know it was for the better because I, I blocked it out of my brain. Ooh, I need to look through my Wattpad archives. <laughs> that's a, that's a tale for another day. That's a task for another day. <laughs> a lot of mental preparation for that task it is. Um, but yeah, dear Draco. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, oh, and my suffering and my pain. It was so cringe. All right. It was so cringe. But you know what? I ate it up at the time. Also, moving this. I ate it up at the time. All right. Fork, spoon, knife, all utensils. I ate it up. And it was so good. Until I discovered Dramione fanfiction. <gasps> You heard it here, folks. Dramione. Draco. Hermione. I I have... S the room in my brain that is taken up thinking about that ship could be taken up by a lot better things. A lot more useful of things. But you know what? It's not. And that's why I'm here. Sucks for you. Loser. Lamo. Wannabe. Um, but yeah, it's just... Ugh. You have to look at it from an outside perspective, all right? Look at it from an outside perspective and then talk to me, okay? But until then, shut the hell up and sit down because boy, do I have stuff to say about them. They're so cool. They're so fun. They're so awesome, smart, amazing, cool, fun. Okay, I'm back. Ha, 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 ha. Sober this time. And before any of my family says anything, hey, I'm a good child. I'm a very good child. Might be a mentally ill child. Might be a mentally ill child who needs some marijuana sometimes because there's so much stuff fucking happening on her head. Hey, hey, but I don't do any bad stuff, bitch. I am a 30-year-old woman on the inside. Let's be so honest. I need to tuck in for the night when I get home. Do I actually tuck in once I get home? No, but no, 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 no. But I need to be home by at least like say 10 o'clock. So, cause you know, again, I have to have my time to wash my face, to take off my outside skin, to get ready for the night, night time and to read my fan fiction. And that's what I'm back. That's what I'm back explaining because ha 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 ha. You have to listen to it. You have to listen to it. Um, no, but uh, guys, I love Dramione fan fiction. <laughs> I'm sorry about the audio with that. I'm so sorry for but I love it. I love it, okay? And you know what? I wish people would stop shitting on it. I already went over the fact that you need to stop shitting on fucking fanfiction. Let's stop. Let's start talking about how you need to stop fucking shit on Hermione. Draco Malfoy. Hermione Granger. Draco Malfoy. Slytherin House. Hermione Granger. Gryffindor House. Both of them. Smart motherfuckers. Smart as hell. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Do not quote me completely. Again, I take everything unserious. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I never have known what I'm doing. 
I know that Hermione's always been like canonly top of her class. And I may have just read this in a fan fiction and convinced myself that it's actually canon. But I'm pretty sure Draco was always like second, like right behind her, like right about to pass her. But he never did. He never did. And that's what he hated. And that's what she hated also. But like, she didn't know. He's always the one that falls first, I feel like. And it's my favorite. And even like when she's the one who falls first. Bitch, they're my favorite no matter what. Let's be honest. I I love I love it in every way she performs. It's so good. And uh, I don't even know what to go over first, honestly. Huh. Let's look at my little notes app. Because I've been taking the, I've been jotting down some little notes. Trying to remember what I'm going to talk about. Because I don't always know how to put my thoughts into words huh oh all right all right all right all right let's start I've already I've already previously established I was one of the like many unfortunate dear Draco readers you know what no 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 I'm not gonna shit on it I'm not gonna shit on it because it was a stepping stone all right I had to I had to read that to be able to get to where I am now all right so, I'm not going to shit on it completely. But, bitch, why the fuck was her name Belly? The hell? The hell? What happened to Bella? What happened to- I don't give a fuck if it's overused. Belly? Huh? 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 Yeah, that's Wattpad. That's Wattpad for you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I can't be shitting on it. I see I shit on Wattpad. But when I think about it, because a lot of like my like super my top ten favorite fanfictions I read on Wattpad, like originally, like for example, Manacled by Sinlin Yu, which I'm going to get to. Don't you worry. Keep clutching your pearls. Hang on the edge of your seat. We'll get there. But like I read it there first, and then it got taken off of Wattpad, and I'm pretty sure it's just because. Okay, let's explain. Let's explain the Watt of the pad. The pad Watt. All right. So it's, again, like, you could just read your normal little books and everything, but on each stanza of, like, literally every single work on there, you can comment something. Oh, bitch! Oh, bitch! These, that is honestly what kept me on Wattpad for so long and what kept me from going to AO3 because I was told to go to AO3 way before I did, all right? Everyone's like, you could use the filters. It's so much better. Da, 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 la, 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 la. But I was like, okay, um, I'm sorry. I can't leave my best friends behind. I can't leave my besties in the comments behind. No, because I'm going to be honest. That was one of the best parts of Wattpad. It's the funny little silly little comments, all right? They had me cackling, cackling on my feet, cackling on my back, cackling on my stomach, cackling on my head. I was losing it, all right? And I love them so much. It's just so good. They're so funny. And I feel like it's just like you just read it along with those people in the comments. It just feels like one big group experience and it's so lovely. And it's just such a good little bonding experience for all of our silly little fucked up heads. Um, But yeah, and the comments are also so fucking hilarious. I used to have Pardon my flatulence. Um, I used to have so many screenshots of Wattpad comment sections because, oh, bitch, they, you know, I started, I started reading fanfiction at one of the lowest points in my life, one of the lowest, but, ooh, were those comments not enough to get me through it? 
They were. They were absolutely enough. I'm sorry. Fuck sertraline. Fuck lamotrigine. No. No, 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 no. I had, I had Dramione shippers in the comment section of Wattpad to keep me from offing myself. All right. They were the... Re- Probably shouldn't joke about it like that. Hey, but I love all them. I love all them so much, and they're amazing. So, the first ever Dramione fanfiction that I ever read. Isolation by Bex Chan. Let's have a moment of silence. It's just, uh, it's not even like a sad, oh, okay, yeah, it is epic, but it has like a somewhat happy ending. Oh, but it's just so, oh, it's so good. It was so good. And the writing was amazing. And uh, the, I got the recommendation from this one girl off TikTok. Her name is Grace. I think her ads like, Beats Pimp Juice? It's some weird ass fucking app, but I don't care. Because you know what? She is literally, she is mother. She is mother. She is the Holy Spirit. She's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, all right? Because she has, she was the one, honestly, who got me into reading Germany fan fiction. I, yes, I was already reading fan fiction. I was reading shit fan fiction, though. That's the thing. I was reading Y and <laughs> Gag. Gag me with a fucking spoon. Get out of here. Get out of here. Leave my house. Oh my god. I I cannot believe I used to do that. <gasps> no. Okay, you know what? I've already embarrassed myself. I'm I might as well just keep going. But yeah, let's I that was the first ever Germani fanfiction I read off of Wattpad. Oh, and it was so good. Okay, let me let me he said a little, I'll explain, give you a little synopsis of the plot line. All right, so you know how Ron, Hermione, and Harry go out hunting for them horcruxes after their sixth year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron and Harry go. Hermione doesn't. She stays at the castle. And she is staying in the head girl dorm. And she also has a little itty bitty blonde roommate, a little bleach blonde. Named Draco Malfoy. Alright, now both of them, they're pissed as fuck at this point. But he's there for his protection. He's there for his protection. Because, and, uh, I feel like a fake bitch for kind of not remembering the plot. But I do, I do remember the plot. I'm pretty, it was basically like every other kind of forced proximity fic. He was there because he was being a help to the order. And they needed to keep him protected. So you could say. Um, but yeah. But yeah, either protect it or just keep him from causing more fucking harm considering he almost killed the goddamn headmaster. All right. He almost killed a couple students. All right. Hey, but he's just a teenage boy. He's just a teenage because you're just, he's just a man. It's just what he does. All right. Um, but yeah, so both of them are stuck there. She can obviously continue doing her little classes. No one knows that Mr. Mr. Malfoy's there. No one knows besides her and Minerva McGonagall. And I think like a couple of other professors. And Miss Miss Granger, they get a little little. They start getting acquainted with each other, I guess you could say. And it's so good. And ah, oh, there's this one scene because he's still like once he gets there, he's not like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for being racist. I'm sorry for making fun of your blood and calling you a filthy, dirty mud blood. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He's a dick through and through, all right? He is still a dick once he is introduced to her again, okay? He still is. And it's literally, oh, it's just amazing seeing him undickify himself. 
Is that a word? That's definitely not. I don't care. I really don't care at this point. But it's just, oh, it's so amazing. And there was this one, oh, there was this one scene. And basically, like, he, uh, okay, I I have not read it in so long. I'm talking, like, I want to say three years at this point, which is criminal. I need to go back to, oh, I should give it another reread. That's what I should do. You know, when I'm done with this, I'm going to give it another reread. I'm so smart. I'm so smart. Awesome, cool, funny, amazing, brilliant. Um, Somehow, they both are just fighting, like, getting mad at each other, and he, at one point, he started to warm up to her, and then he kind of was like, oh, I can't do this, this is so starts being a dick again, and then she's like, lol, lol, what the, f- get off your high horse, yeah, I bet you think you're John Wayne showing up and shooting down every party, get off your damn high horse, bitch, and basically, to make a long story short, she slices both of their hands and rubs them together forcefully. Hey, 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 hey. I know that's problematic, all right? It's the it's the wizarding universe. Blood fucking, blood diseases don't exist. Actually, no, they, they're actually very present and have messed up many, like, ancient blood blood. But, like, I'm talking, like, blood brother, like, normal muggle blood diseases, all right? And she was trying to make the point of, like, um, I'm sorry, you would have called me a mudblood? You would have called me a mudblood? Look at my blood, bitch. It's red, just as yours. Just as yours is. You want to see it? And, ah! She's so bad. She's so bad. I love her. Oh, that's one thing about me. I am a a Hermione Granger lover through and through. You want to know why people ship her with every single fucking male in that universe? Because she's hot. Because she's hot and she's intelligent. I'm sorry. What do you want more from her? She's just a girl and she's hot. Ah. But yeah, and obviously Draco's like, what the fuck? You just smushed our bloody... Ah! Ah! What? Ugh. And then like later on, she's like, and he was like, yeah, it kind of was, but you're right. We should smash that. Uh, no, but it does get there. And oh, it, oh, boy, do I love slow burns. Boy, do I love slow burn. A couple, couple of hundred thousand word fanfics. Because, man, once you get to that smut. Oh, oh, it is so good. It is so incredibly good. And I love it so much. Uh, and yeah, so. Ugh, that thing is so good. It is so amazing. And I really, I'm so grateful to have that as my first Dramatic fanfiction. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Bex Chan. Thank you, Grace. I love you guys so much because you gave me that. And you're amazing and awesome and super cool, awesome, smart, amazing. Just like me. Mm-mm-mm. I had to take a sip of water. Anyways, yeah. Um, how should we, what should we go into next? I'll get to more of my favorite. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna explain the little dynamic. Give a little rundown of the dynamic and why it works so well. Okay, first off, I am an enemies to lovers whore, all right? I am. I eat it up. I eat up the angst. I eat up the tension. I eat up the hating each other, wanting to kill each other, just fucking execute each other. But then they want to smash. And then they want to kill each other again. And then they want to smash each other again. Oh, it's so good. It is so incredibly good. And another, what works so well in this specific pairing 
is that it goes against both of their like I'm sorry, my brain's operating. It goes against literally everything they both believe in, okay? He was raised, he was a product of bad parenting. He was raised to hate Muggleborns, kind of hate Half-Bloods, or not hate them, but just like look down look down upon them because, you know, they don't have pure blood and they don't have incest in their family line. You know? And so obviously he was just a little boy. Literally, okay, before 11, these wizarding children, they don't do nothing. They do nothing. I'm pretty sure they probably have, like, some sort of, like, kind of classic, classic read, not classic reading, like, the classical education, I guess you could say. So, like, rhetoric, mathematics, just simple stuff, simple stuff to get them started off. But before Hogwarts, they don't have any experience of, like, muggle-borns and stuff like that, and muggles, especially the fucking pureblood, cough, cough, Draco Malfoy, no experience whatsoever. Yay. Ha. Hey. Hi. Hi. Funny. Funny story. Um, his dad's actually a Death Eater. His dad actually has killed, um, a lot of muggle-born people. <laughs> and just a lot of people in general, okay, that go against the Dark Lord. Fuck Voldemort. Fuck him. Okay, no, but, okay, okay, side tangent. He's kind of funny. It's <laughs> He's kind of funny. Because he's just so unhinged. He's so incredibly unhinged. But then again, at the same time, I'm like, all right. Someone get an assault rifle before I beat this bitch up, okay? I'm going to beat this bitch up with my bare hands. I don't care if he tries to curse me. He can curse me all he wants. I'm going to still, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to fight back until the fucking snake eats me, all right? Um, but honestly, why didn't anyone just get a gun? <laughs> why didn't anyone just buy a machine gun and shoot him? Okay, actually, no, because there is... See, I, I have so much... I go on so many fucking side tangents. There's just one fake secret max. Uh, secrets in mass. And they use guns. And oh, I'm not even gonna talk about it now because it's so good. It's so good, but it's so sad. <sighs> okay. Anyways, why the pairing works? <sighs> Sorry, I had to yawn. They both, they both just work so well. Looking at again, look at it from an outside perspective, not Harry Potter characters. They're both highly intelligent, highly hot highly stubborn what what works better what works better than to add some tension to some childhood drama childhood hate oh oh it makes it so good because you know why because you know why they'll start to realize oh mm, why do i hate this bitch why do i hate this bitch because they're just like me for real and, ugh, it's so nice whenever they just kind of, like, especially when they're forced to pair up, like I said, in isolation. They're forced to be around each other, and they kind of realize, like, oh, shit. The, literally, I, I fuck with this bitch. I fuck with this bitch. You know? Like, it's just, it's so, it's so just amazing seeing it all unwind and seeing how they, like, the dynamic just works absolutely amazing. All right. All right. That's point blank period. Okay? And they challenge each other, all right? Especially for Hermione. I'm sorry. Fuck all you Hermione shippers. Okay, no, that's not nice. We don't treat our friends like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't think it works, all right? I don't think it works. I feel like Hermione would be a lot more just... It would make more sense, all right? Because Hermione... Y'all see how stubborn, how prudish this bitch is, both books and movies? She needs someone to challenge her, all right? Challenge her and her intelligence, Ron, Ronald Billius Weasley, however, um, 
He's dumber than a bag of fucking rocks. All right, sweet guy, sweet guy. Dumb as hell, though. Oh, wait, what happened? Oh, I thought my Chromebook died. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, just give the poor girl a break. Let her, let her get a hot blonde, hot bleach blonde, big, tall, smart guy because it works. It works. It works for her. It works for him. Everyone is happy. All right. Um. Oh, what should I get to next? Sorry, I'm looking at my little list. Again, I, I've i said this several times. I'm going to beat a dead horse with a cane. I have no structure, okay? I have no structure to this whatsoever. I don't know what I'm doing, all right? I'm just a girl. Um, So you're going to have to deal with it. But give me a second to get my thoughts together. Hold on. Oh, but also, also, to add on to why I love the Dramani ship... The redemption arc of Draco Malfoy is shown so well. Honestly, redemption arcs. Because some of them, he's kind of a... He's a baddie, I guess you could say. And not in a 2017-18 B-H-A-D-D-I-E way. I'm talking like... He's a little bitch, okay? He's a little bitch, alright? But we love him for it. And you know who little bitchifies him and knocks him into fucking shape? Hermione. And... He loves her for it, and I love her for it, and I love him so much. But we, we again, let's put, I'm going to be so serious here. We get a redemption arc for him. Because we never really get one. I'm going to be honest, both books and movies, we don't really get one. There's a little tiny, like, like a little, like, little conversation between the Malfoys and Harry Potter in the books at the end after the final battle. But besides that. We get nothing, okay? We get an ugly-ass Draco Malfoy in Astoria Greengrass. Also, mainly love Astoria Greengrass. It depends on the fic we're reading, but I mostly love her. All right? I love her. We love Miss Tori. Um, but yeah, we get an ugly-ass-looking Draco Malfoy at the train station in the epilogue. That's it. That's literally it. So, oh, but that's not it. Because these fanfiction writers take it in their own hands and give him one... And they make him into such a, oh, such an amazing character. Such an amazing character. Yes, flawed. Incredibly flawed. But amazing. And hot. And smart. And sexy. And amazing. And you know what? I eat it up! Okay, I eat it up with a fork, spoon, and knife. Because I feel just, I don't know. I just feel like Joanne, she, I'm, again, I've already said this. I'm not going to say her writing is shallow. I'm not going to say her character development is shallow. But I'm also saying it's, I'm also not saying it's not shallow. Or, no, wait, hold on. You know what? I'm just going to say it. She has no character development, no character growth. I really, honestly, it's just so, it's so annoying. Because all these characters, I feel like, are this, I'm not going to say they're the exact same that they were from day one. But I feel like we just get so much more intricate details in Fix. We get so much more of each character that we never really thought we needed. All right? Hey, hey, hey. What you know about Theodore Knott? What you know about Blaze Zabini? What you know about Pansy Parkinson? What you know about the Greengrass sisters? Yeah, you know nothing. Because she writes in black and white. That's what it is. Her characters are either good or bad. Black or white. But in the Fix, we get layered characters with layered stories. And, oh, it's just so amazing. Especially because, like, honestly, some of these fics, don't get me wrong, I stay for the Germione. But I also stay the night for Theodore fucking not, okay? Because, oh, 
he is hilarious. And if you don't, <laughs> Theodore Knott has probably mentioned only a couple times in the books. Never once mentioned in the movie. Actually, I think his dad might have been mentioned. I feel like in Glob- Goblet of Fire, once Voldemort takes all them back to like, the l- when he's like unmasking him, he's like, Blah, 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 blah. You guys have failed me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm an old, I'm an old wizard. I am bald. You know? I feel like he might have said, like, when he was going over all the names, like, Goyle, Crab, Malfoy, Not. I think he said Not at some point, you know? That's besides the point. Ugh, Theodore Not is so funny. And he's a character that, honestly, at this point, it's kind of, it's not Joanne's character. This is our character, okay? She has given him nothing. We have given him everything and he's so oh his character is amazing and he just plays such he plays such a good role in all these fics like get along like get a fic over honestly like ten thousand words theater not's gonna be there you bet your ass honestly even the fucking five thousand word one shots he's still gonna like he might be a little mention or like just he's always there okay and that's what it should be that's how it should be that's what it's meant to be all right um so yeah i feel like i just we could have gotten so much more out of all these characters if joanne wasn't a piece of shit who didn't know the lines of gray Ugh, i hate her oh my god see who the guys who's jk rowling i don't know who this person is um, I keep hearing her about, I keep hearing, she wrote this, like, one series, I think it's called, like, Harry Potter, I don't know, I, it might have been just, like, one of those, like, kind of internet trends, like, you know, Blue Waffle, it's just one of those, like, oh, watch out for it, I don't know for sure, though, but I don't know, guys, she kind of seems weird, he 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 he, fuck Joanne Rowling, wait, what does the K stand for? <laughs> No, because it's J.K.R. Joanne. Cunt. But not in a good way. She's not serving cunt. She is a cunt. Okay, I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. You don't. I, I know you don't like that word. But hey, I'm not saying the N-word. I'm not saying the N-word. And I feel like that's... you. Uh, let me say cunt. Let me say it. Because I don't even mean it in a bad way normally. Normally, I'm saying it like, oh, that's so cunt. That's so cunt. See, Dramini, it's so cunt. All right, only the cuntiest of motherfuckers know it. Only the cuntiest of motherfuckers get it. And only the cuntiest of motherfuckers stand with it for several years. Hey, hey, I thought this was going to be a phase. Let me say that. Let me get that straight. I thought this was going to be a phase. I fear it is past that stage. Um, I fear that there's no going back now. I fear that I've wasted too much of my life reading about, again, two characters falling in love over and over again. Same two characters. Same side characters. You know, I really don't care, though. And that's why I'm here. Anyways, huh, I thought I should just come with a little bit of quotage, a little bit of direct dialogue from the books. Okay, okay? Because huh, when I tell you, some of these books are, like, longer. Okay, let's get this straight. I'm pretty sure Manacle is longer than the Bible. Um... Hold on, wait, let me look up, let me look up the little word count, let me do a little word count, AO3, Archive of our own Ramione. Hold on, pause. 
Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> how do I put this? Isolation is 250,000 words. Um, haha, that's 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 really funny because the longest Harry Potter book is literally what is it? 257,045 words. That's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. And hey, 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 do you want to know how many words manacled is? 370,515. I finished it in three days. Just let that sink in. Okay, hey, 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 before you say anything, this was during lockdown still. We were basically still on lockdown, okay? I, there was no school for Miss Logan Lynn. There was no school for me. I was at home and the online school I had, bitch, I wasn't doing, I was too sad to do my schoolwork. I was tired, but you know what I wasn't tired for? Reading some fucking smut. That's what I wasn't tired of. No, but honestly, okay, let's, I'm going to be so real. I'm going to be so real. Manicold isn't even just smut. It's, whoa, oh, would I, there was before Manicold. And there was after manacled. And that's how I track the time of my life, okay? That's how I track it. And I wish I couldn't. I wish I couldn't because it's so... Saying that this is the best piece of literary work, this is... It's the best thing I have ever read, all right? I have read many, many published books. Actual published books, you could buy at fucking Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. None of them. None of them can beat manacled by Senlin Yu. All right. All right. Let's get that straight. I love The Handmaid's Tale, which is, it kind of, how do I put this without sounding like really bad? It kind of, it ties in to manacled. Okay. It's okay. It's a longer story. It's a very, very, in, it's an interesting story. All right. It's a complex story, but oh, Boy, is it good! Oh my god, is it good! The writing. Also, not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not shitting on Margaret Atwood by saying that Manacled was a better read than The Handmaid's Tale. Because I'm not. We wouldn't have Manacled if we didn't have The Handmaid's Tale. All right. But did I enjoy reading Manacled a lot more? Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. And shoot me for it. Shoot me with a rifle. Shoot. Get an assault weapon. Uh, get an assault weapon and hold me down and threaten to kill me. Okay. Because I love it. I love it so freaking much. Also, prefacing this, many of these fics, very dark. Very dark and gritty. Okay. And not G-R-I-D-D-Y. G-R-I-T-T-Y. Okay. They'll, they'll make you feel sad. Alright? But they're so good. Also, oh my god, Measure of a Man by In a Date. 588,659 words. Also, I think when I said, back when I said, like, I think it's a dog the Bible, I was talking about all the young dudes. Um, if, oh, I love all the young dudes. That one is a wolf star fan. That's a Marauder's fic. Oh, that one is good. It took me so long to read, though, because I was like, because it literally, quite literally goes from, like, before Hogwarts for Remus Lupin to after after fucking imprisonment of his lover, after the betrayal of one of his closest friends, after the death of his closest friends. Oh. And it's so good. Okay, that's not why we're here, though. That's not why they're here. But I thought it'd be good to mention because, again, fan fiction. Amazing. 
Awesome. Cool. Smart. Draco Malfoy in the mortifying ordeal. Draco Malfoy in the mortifying ordeal of being in love. One hundred and ninety nine thousand five hundred forty eight. The auction. Three hundred twenty five thousand eight hundred seventy six. Hey, hey. Huh? What do you mean? What do you mean? Remain nameless. Three hundred twelve. Two hundred eighty six thousand. You know what? I eat it up. I will. I download that shit. I push the little download button. I push either EPUB if I'm on my phone, or I push Mobi if I'm on my little Kindle Fire tablet, and I read it. I read it, and I eat it up, okay? Um, let's get to the silly little quotes, because I have some. Oh, boy, do I have some. Should we? Let's start with one. No, I'm going to save this one for a little later on, because I will. It's the crying one. It's a manacled one that never fails to just... Put its hand, bare hand, rip it through my skin, through each layer of my skin, and rip my heart out, okay? <clears throat> it kills me. It physically hurts, all right? But I will read one little... This is a... Let, let's start. Okay, I'm just going to shut the fuck up and read. I'm just going to shut the fuck up and read them. Okay, this one's from Manacled. If you get killed, I'll kill everyone in the order. It's not a threat. It's a promise. Okay. Okay, huh? Hot. Now you're probably wondering. Oh, it's not that you say that. Oh, babe, 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 babe. Love isn't always as pretty or pure as people like to think. There's a darkness in it sometimes. Draco and I go hand in hand. I made him who he is. If he's a monster, then I'm his creator. What do you think was the source of all his rage? <gasps> oh, free me from the chains of fiction. <laughs> it's so good oh my god okay let's let's get this straight wattpad authors middle schoolers middle schoolers who have free time after their homework okay ao3 authors however english majors lawyers stay-at-home mothers with an english major on their name who just have a fuck ton of time to write these amazing and fictions. These are all adults, okay? AO3 is adults, and they, oh boy, can they write. Send Lin Yu, oh boy, does she write. Oh, does she write. Oh! Every single piece of, almost every single piece of work on AO3 by Send Lin Yu, I have read, okay? I have read it, and I have hated it. Oh, I love it. She's so slay. Anyways, more manacled quotes. I'm going to take care of you. I'm not going to let anyone hurt you. You don't have to be lonely because you're mine. Huh? Ah! it's so sweet it's so sweet it makes me sad oh uh, hold on okay i guess should i leave should i read the last manacled quote that i was gonna cry about i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read it <gasps> also i don't think any of you are gonna plan on reading this so i'm just gonna spoil it i don't care um okay Starting the quote. <laughs> the Hogwarts... Tr uh. Okay, also, also, prefacing, probably should paint a little picture. This is like a little description in a little, like, after-war book, I guess you could say. It's a book documenting the Second Wizarding War and the effects on it and everyone who participated and had a little, a little playtime in it. Ew, no, I'm not gonna say play... That sounds so bad. Okay, anyways, it was from a book. It was a picture of Ron, Harry, and Hermione, and it was, like, just a little description next to it. Um, the Hogwarts Trio, Christmas 2002. 
Harry Potter and his with his friends Ron Weasley, C. Weasley Ron, Chapter 7, and Muggleborn Witch, Hermione Granger. Okay, pause. Pausing the quote. See how there's no other reference to more pages of Hermione Granger? <laughs> okay, starting it again. I'm going back. I'm going back. And Muggleborn Witch, Hermione Granger. Granger left England at the start of the second... This... <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I've gathered myself. Let's start that over. The Hogwarts Trio, Christmas 2002. Harry Potter with friends, Ron Weasley, and Muggleborn witch, Hermione Granger. Granger left England at the start of the, sec the second Wizarding War to study healing. Why do I keep wanting to say secreting? What the fuck? Hold on. Guys, I'm probably, I promise I'm not this illiterate normally. I think it's, it's my emotions, okay? My silly little girl emotions. I want to make me cry while we do this. Oh, my God, where's Hermione Granger? Granger left England at the start of the Second Wizarding War to study healing abroad. She survived the war but died during imprisonment while a surrogate in the repopulation program. She was a non-active member of the Order of the Phoenix and did not fight. <gasps> I need a pillow. I need a... Oh my god! Hey, hey, hey! That book, it's a lie! It's a lie! It's a lie! She didn't die! And she did fight! She fought so hard! She fought for all these motherfuckers! She's the reason that the war was won! Oh crap! You know, I have many touchy topics. Alright. One being my suicide attempts. One being my eating disorder. One being literally anything that has caused me just such a terrible, dreadful, existentially terrible feeling for such many years. But nothing compares to the ending of Manacled. Bitch, when I tell you, when I was reading, oh my god, I put my phone down. I put my phone down. I turned against the wall. I took a long hit off my vape and I cried. I cried so hard because, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, so that whole thing, most of it was right. The repopulation program, that was right. She was a surrogate in it and she was imprisoned. No. Okay, her. Let me, okay, let me explain this. Rolling up my big girl sleeves. Basically, in Manacled, there was before, and actually, okay, I'm get I get so emotional while talking about this. How do I put this? Okay, the way it's placed, it's in three different chunks. The first chunk is the present for Hermione Granger. The second is the flashbacks. The third is, oh my god, what the fuck? That was inhumane that came out of me. I'm sorry. Um, and then the third chunk is back to the present after she remembers the past. Hey, hey, hey. It's a memory loss thick. <gasps> oh. <gasps> and basically, basically, she is one of the biggest, like, kind of insiders for the Order of the Phoenix. And Draco Malfoy is the rat for, hmm. Mr. Voldemort's army, Draco Malfoy, is also one of his top-ranking fucking soldiers, basically. His top-ranking Death Eaters, all right? He is lethal, okay? He is, he's dangerous. Oh, but wait, but wait. 
He is actually on the order side. He's actually a spy. <laughs> and basically, he receives like all the little information from Hermione. And Hermione receives all the little information on future attacks from his army from him. And they meet up in a shack and he teaches her how to duel because she's a healer and never leaves the house. Because they think she can't fucking heal. Or not not heal. They know she can heal and that's why they're kind of like, the. by the way, they is the order. Fuck the order in this also. Fuck the order. Literally, fuck them. They're such pieces of shit. Some of them are okay. Some of them are okay. See, Ginny, love her. Love her. The rest of them. Hey, hey, I'm not saying I'm glad they're dead. <laughs> but they should have listened. Let's just say that. They should have listened. All right. And they didn't. Aw, pity. Anyways. Yeah, so he teaches her how to duel because he's like, what the fuck? Like, you're smart as hell. You can heal. Like, why are they just keeping you locked up like a little hobbit? And so he teaches her how to duel. It's all fun and games and fun, silly, haha. And then they get together. They fall in love. They fall in love. And oh my gosh, is it so good? It is so. It's so good. Oh my god. It's just. It's so beautiful. But the thing is. Before this, before we find out all this information, she is, um, she's imprisoned and taken to Malfoy Manor as the surrogate for the Malfoy household in the repopulation effect. Um, it's, okay, like I already said, there, these fics are dark. This is an extremely morally dark fanfiction. All right. And I'm being so serious when I say that it is, it has many tags that you have to read before you start reading it. Because if you don't, you're going to get taken through a loop. All right. You are. Um, but you know what? I still read it, bitch. I still read it and I still loved it because it was worth it in the end because you find out all this crazy stuff and like he did it over. <laughs> he, oh my God. I, oh my god, I can't even explain to you how much impact this fic has on my life. Anyway, okay, back to the manacled plotline. She's, like, all sad because she gets kidnapped by Dolores Umbridge. Gets took in a Malfoy Manor to be the little, the little, um, surrogate for the family. Because Miss Astoria Greengrass, this is one of the fics that I don't like Astoria, unfortunately. But it's okay. It's okay. We She has her other one. Secrets and Masks. Love her. Love her. Also another very, very morally dark fic. But love her in that one. Love the green grasses. Oh, love them. But also, y yes, she does have to, you know, try to conceive a spawn. But since, because obviously Voldemort knows that, like, she was one of Harry Potter's right-hand men, you know? So... She is basically put in the Malfoy household because Draco Malfoy is one of, he's a very skilled Legilimens and Oclemens. So she's placed there so he can get to her memories. So he can find out, like, if there's any more of the resistance left. And it's just, uh, it's so good. Basically, their plan is to just, like, keep her until they find out the memories and kill her. That's essentially the plan that Voldemort has for Miss Granger. <laughs> not not Draco Malfoy though. Not he has other plans. He has other plans. All right. Also, didn't mention this when he was teaching how to duel. He also turned uh, taught her how to occlude. Occlude is 
again, like I said, occlumency. And so because of this, she literally, okay, it's a good and bad thing because when she gets captured, like before she, you know, gets took into the little imprisonment, she's held also, she's held in like a fucking dark ass cellar. She can't see, she can't hear, like for months, months. And she goes batshit crazy. She goes like fucking crazy. And she has to let, it's, oh my God, it's so, it's such a devastating, like, beginning let's be honest it's so devastating in the beginning just because hearing like everything that she goes through everything she goes through it's so it's so incredibly sad but basically he taught her how to occlude so she could hide all of the memories of not just the order but their memories as well okay she so he could protect her and you know what? He, the reason that she came back to Malfoy Manor. Also, she like, oh, this is the sad part. She occluded so much to protect herself because she didn't know what was happening. Oh my God. And I just had another memory. Oh my God. I have tears coming to my eyes. Okay. So basically she, he teaches her how to occlude. So in case anything ever happens to her, then she can come protect herself. She can come protect him. And because no one will find out that like they were together, that he will come to get her in a big thing with Malfoy. Oh my God. I'm literally crying like a little bitch. One of their biggest things was like, I'll always come for you, Granger. I'll always come for you, Granger. I'm never going to leave you behind. And she'll be, she'd be like, oh, don't die. Bye, don't die. And he's like, only because you, oh my God. Uh, I have tears running down my face. Oh my God. It's so, oh, it's so devastating, but it's so good. Because when she does, when she does get her memories back, it's so, it's so, it's so sad, but it's so good. But before she does get them back, Oh my god. Think after reading the flashbacks and then thinking about everything that happened before it and how much she hated him and how much he pretended to hate her and just pretended to not even know her when they were all that they had for each other because he didn't he didn't include any of the memories from each other. He had it all in his head still. All of it. And he just had to sit there while she would like verbally berate him because he never like he never punished her when she was in his household before she got her memories back he would never like be mean or obviously he would like be like you know he called the mud blood slur but again this was it was a mission that he and i hate saying it like that but he had to take this mission very seriously okay because the overall end goal was a lot bigger of an effort and to keep that effort in place he had to play the part all right he had to play his cards wisely. And oh my god, just knowing that like, oh, he went, he knew that she was gone for months. Then he finds her, he gets her in his grip, he finds out. She doesn't know. She Well, I mean, he doesn't find out. She knows, or he knows that she would do this. Like, she doesn't know who he is. Or at least the Draco Malfoy that she began to know. Not Malfoy, but Draco. She doesn't know him. She doesn't know what they had. She doesn't know any of that, but he does. And it is so incredibly devastating because she taught him how she gave him a little bit of light where all he had was darkness. All right. 
And then that's what, and that's also what he was for her because everyone just treated her like shit and walked all over her. But he was there for her and he never ever doubted her and he knew her full potential and he made sure she was safe but she he couldn't keep her completely safe and thinking about how he had to live with that information is so sad because oh, oh my gosh it just oh, it breaks my heart and then but when she does start to get her memories back oh bitch oh, it's so sad so sad but it's so good because it's just so fulfilling it's so fulfilling and then they end up like she gets all of her little memories back and obviously like they're still a little rough she has like some brain damage especially because miss miss dolores umbridge when trying to get to them herself like in the beginning she because again like i said she was isolated for months blocking out many senses she went stir fry fucking crazy Umbridge tried to break into her mind. It jumbled up her brain soup. The brain soup went moldy. She went a little crazy. All right. She had to do some healing. But basically, she he thought that he wasn't going to survive. All right. He thought that he wasn't going to survive. But his goal was to get her and their daughter out. Also, she ends up carrying. Normally, I'm not a big pregnancy fic fan. But this, I let it slide because it's different. All right. It's different. Aurora is different. Okay, like convinced, like dead set that he was not going to be able to make it out. He was not going to be able to make it out of there alive, but he was also dead set on getting them out. And she was like, no, um, you're not. No, you're not doing this to us. You're not doing this to us. Luckily, they ended up getting out. Thank fuck with the Snape. Uh, yes. Oh, I had to mention him. I love Severus Snape in this. I love Severus Snape in this. I love Severus Snape in this. He is so like, he's such a dad. He's such a dad in this. He's so... Oh. Oh, oh, some of the fakes he's annoying as hell, but in this one, oh, he's so... Basically, there was a safe house they were going to. They finally decided, okay, we're going to be able to make it there. We're going to be able to make it there on our own. And they do. They do, luckily. But going there, they also lit the manor on fire and let it burn down so it could look like that. It, so it could basically look like either a rebel... Base, like a rebel bombed it. Not bombing, but like a rebel lit it on fire or Hermione did, and just burn the entire family. Um, newsflash, Lucius actually killed Astoria. Mm. Um, Lucius also dies. LOL, LOL, LOL. Um, he's kind of a bitch in this fic. He's really weird. But, yeah. So it burns. They make it look like a death to everyone. Mm, sad wine. Aw. LOL, they escape to an island. And it's so cutesy. And you want to know what's on that island? You want to know what's on that island? Ginny Weasley Potter. Yep. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. She basically, con she accidentally got a little pregnant during the war when everyone was still alive. And it's very risky, obviously, because Voldemort's like, oh, LOL. If, if he were to see that she's pregnant, two birds, one stone, golden, the golden boy's child, and, you know, his wife. Mm, newsflash, Draco Malfoy brought her to the island with her and her son so she could survive. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. 
it's it's real it's just amazing it's just absolutely amazing and so when she gets there she's like oh, someone is alive i have a friend i have my bestie and it's so great because then they like both have their little babies she well i mean hermione gets there pregnant and Ginny already has her little baby but like Ginny is there to give her a little hug and hand with her baby Stuff like that. Especially because she's losing her memories and stuff like that. And all of them are together. And, like, Draco's there also. And it's just so, oh, it's so amazing. But, obviously, they're dead to the public, okay? Voldemort or not, everyone thinks they're dead. And, obviously, they, once, because Voldemort did end up getting taken down. Ginny took him down. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, Ginevra. Love it. Yeah, she took him down, and it's just, it's so sad, because they have to be dead to the public forever, no matter what, because, like, you know, Draco can never show his face out in public again, because he's gonna get tried and probably fucking put to death, you know, he's gonna get, he's gonna get put down, all right, because after, after Granger gets kidnapped, after she gets imprisoned, he goes even more bat shit. He kills so many people. He goes on a killing spree because he's angry. He didn't have his girl anymore. He didn't have his support line. That was the only person he had, and he got that taken away from him. And he tried so hard to get her back. Eventually, he did. She was damaged as fuck, though. And she was broken. And she didn't know who he, he was. And she hated him. And it was, and he just had to sit there and let her just wait for her memories to come back. And that's what I just think is so. Ugh. Every time I read that last sentence, I just feel this utter fucking anguish because everything the war, everything the war took from both of them, just especially with Hermione, just uh, makes me want to just scream cry. She had no recognition for what she did. No recognition whatsoever. Because you know what? When they were working on taking down Voldemort and all that stuff. Like, once she was already back at the manor and starting to get her memories back, she was still working. She was still, she was still cooking. Okay, let her cook. And she still was. She was working day in, day out. And the fucking order didn't see anything. They didn't see anything for it. Okay? They didn't notice her. I mean, <laughs> they were all dead at this point. But even before that, they didn't fucking, they saw her as just a little healer. Aw. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna help our little boo-boos? Aw. Shut the fuck up. Literally kill yourself. Kill yourself. She, oh my god, she played such a big role. She blew up a fucking hospital, okay? She made this crazy runic bomb and blew up a hospital. Obviously, everyone who needed to get out of the hospital is already out of the hospital, okay? But, oh, she just, oh, it did so much. It's so much. And it's just, oh, it's so weird thinking about Because, like, thinking about how so much of our history, like, actual, like, history itself has probably been like that. There has been people who have went unnoticed for years and years and years when they had such a big impact on the outcome of it. Some of the people who still haven't even been acknowledged because we don't know and we would never will know. I think that's fucking crazy. Oh, I love Manacled. But, yeah, basically that whole, like, you know, the sad little picture, the whole she was a non-active member of the order's meetings and did not fight yeah that let's give a second her daughter her and draco's daughter when she was going into the wizarding world she graduated hogwarts actually yeah i think yeah she did graduate hogwarts at this point she was at like flourish and blots or something <clears throat> and she found this book 
and she just had to read that her mother died beforehand of the war being completed when she was the one who completed the war. She was the one who, she was the mastermind. What if I told you none of it was accidental? None of it was accidental, okay? None of it. And she just had to sit there while the fucking, the public thinks her mom's dead and did nothing, did nothing. And she can't say anything about her parents. And when, oh, I forget about this, about when she's in class, when they had to learn about the war and they had to learn about the high reef and how lethal and dangerous and murderer he was and how terrible he was. Yeah, that was her father. That's her father. He's so hot. That was her father. Yeah, and she didn't hear a thing about her mother. She didn't hear a thing about the work she did. Oh, I can't. My heart is broken. It's some other little quotes from the fanfictions I've read before. These are just random ones that I have that there's probably more of them. Obviously, I'm not going to force you to do all of those because it's going to take a long time if I do that. Anyways, let's go. <clears throat> this is another one from Manacles. Um, but remember how I said the whole Malfoy always comes for me? I'm going to get you out of here, Granger. Yeah. Just wait for this. I'm going to take care of you. I'm not going to let anyone hurt you. You don't have to be lonely because you're mine. Oh! You don't have to be... When he says you don't have to be lonely, like I said, remember when I told you about how, like, the Order basically fucking ignored her and took her for granted? He didn't take her for granted. And he hated that the Order did. He hated them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just... I love it. Especially when he's like, I'll, I'll fucking raise the entire order. I'll kill everyone. Nah, 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 nah. Eat that shit up. Eat that shit up so hard. Um, this next one is from Breathments and Battle Scars by Onyx and Elm. Oh, this is the ending. This is the ending. The last fucking words of this fic. Wait for this. Diary. You don't know what it's like to wake up and see her there. But I do. Draco. Ah! Let me, let me give a little, like, a little background information. Um, he goes back to Hogwarts after the war. They all go for their, like, eighth year, kind of, or to continue their seventh year. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and for his, like, probation agreements, he has to, like, make diary journal entries kind of thing every single day. Every single day. And at some point after it, like, when he just, like, he's not, he doesn't have to anymore, he still does. Mm. And that was his last diary entry for the book. <gasps> oh, it's so good. Anyways, another one from Redmondson Battle Scars. Um, <clears throat> wait, where'd it go? Ah, sorry, my phone stopped for a second. What's the difference? Uh, what's the difference really between Malfoy and Heroin? What are they but two shipwrecks entangled by the same tide? How fucking poetic. He and I are paint splattered all over the place and we're staining everything. And maybe we absolutely don't go together. But to me, to me, we're fucking Jackson Pollock. I don't remember who Jackson Pollock is, but he, basically that was like his code name when she was talking to like Ginny about him, you know, in front of other people because for a while she had to hide him. And that's also another reason that they had their little like, Mm-mm-mm. this is oh this quote ties into it because she kept him keeps him hidden for so long not hidden but like their relationship at least and he's like mm, lol like do you fucking do you fuck are you like embarrassed about me what is it this is what he said that is for the person who told me that she'd pick me out of a room of hundreds if she ever decides to mean it oh huh huh 
basically, it was like, ugh, it was like a little piece of crystal when they like, they broke a bunch of fucking plates and dishware in the kitchen because they were getting mad and stuff. And they started like just breaking shit. And he made her like a little kind of like pendant from one of the pieces and he gave it to her. <gasps> oh my God. I love it. I love it. Oh, it just eats. <sighs> okay. Okay. Where were we? Oh, this one is from Soft As It Began by Rubber Soul 02. Sorry, Rubber Underscore Soul 02. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Basically, this one is kind of like another, like forced proximity, kind of a little forced proximity fic, kind of like isolation. They had to go to like the middle of the fucking woods to this little cabin because they're both like journalists and they're working on this case that is very dangerous. And they kind of need to be isolated and have lots of protection around them. And it's just them too. Hee hee hee. Um, this is a little letter that she, uh, that he wrote to his little mommy, Miss Narcissa. Um, here it is. Dear mother, here with her every day is strawberry jam day. All my love, Draco. Side note. He had a really sad childhood. He, this Draco had a real sad childhood. Got real, real abused. Okay, real abused. Well, not super abused, but still. On top of the verbal, it was also some physical from his dad. But his mother never laid a hand on him. Never, ever, ever once. And Strawberry Jam Day, once a year, they would pick strawberries and they would make a whole day to just make strawberry jam. And it was just one of the things that he held on to at his darkest moments because, like, you know, he always wanted to just, like, remember his good things at his darkest times. And that was one of the only good moments, like, for the longest time for him from his life, from his childhood. And ugh. <laughs> every day is strawberry damn day with <sighs> It's so good. Another one from uh, Soft As It Began. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. My lips are still fucking dry. My mouth is dry. I'm dying. Anyways. <laughs> Love, Hermione thinks, feels an awful lot like loss. It's this sharp, unimaginable thing that you can't quite pin down with words or understand until you've felt it. It's a pulsing, a throbbing, aggressive, and unignorable. Like a light turning on in the distance, glowing quietly at first and then growing brighter, louder before your eyes. Blinding at first, all-consuming, and then soft as it began. Get it? That's the name of the fic. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, okay. This next one. Oh, this next one is from Secrets and Masks, and it is oh, Secrets and Masks. It's such a sad, such a sad, sad pick, but it's also so good. Oh, and the writing is beautiful. It's just so amazing. I love it. Okay. Let's start. This is Hermione talking. Don't die on me, she panted with the first push on his chest. Don't you dare die on me, Malfoy. She pushed down harder, ignoring the blood that splashed upon her arm and onto her face. I swear to God, if you die on me, another compression, I will haunt you down. She pressed down harder and felt her arm start to burn and ache with her effort. I will tear through the gates of hell just to find you and kill you myself. She swore she felt the faintest thump of his heart under her hand. Do you hear me? She did another compression and felt a more definitive flutter against her palm. You are not allowed to die. She dug her heels in the uh, she dug the heels of her hand in the firmer, feeling a thick bead of sweat trickle down her temple and jawline. I forbid you from dying here. 
Okay, ignore the fact that I read it like a fucking boring ass librarian. Okay, just ignore that. <gasps> it's so good. Basically, because like, you know, you think that it's just because, okay, let me, let me make this. Basically, this is where Voldemort is winning. She gets captured. She gets taken to the manor. Their lives are tied. She's made into this like crazy war prodigy, this like killing machine to make the order feel bad. And basically to make, to keep her from like running off or getting in trouble or from killing him, their t lives are like tied together. So like she can kill herself, I guess you could say. But if she kills him, she kills herself. But like if he, ah, oh, it's so hard. If he dies, she dies. Okay. If he dies, she dies. She has to keep him alive. But he also kind of has to. He wants to keep her alive. That's the thing. He doesn't have to. He wants to. Okay. And so in this specific part, we're like, oh, is, does she care about just keeping herself alive? Oh, or does she care about him? <laughs> I'm kicking my little feet like a little girl. Ha ha ha. So good. So good. This. This is from Remain Nameless. This is a cute little like little cute little like harry potter what epilogue epilogue what epilogue fic you know voldemort doesn't win they all have like normal jobs it's great it's great it's from it's called remain nameless love it hey jude 19 and this is this is the quote this woman would always be several steps ahead of him and draco didn't care so long as she allowed him to continue trailing after her ah! yeah what you know about that what you know about that so good oh my god oh, i love that one i love that fic it's so good um also i eat up a good pov draco malfoy don't get me wrong i eat up a pov hermione granger but oh there's something about a man just oh, at his literally dying breaking point over a woman oh, especially this man for that woman oh. anyways this is from wait and hope this next one, um, this is also a memory fic. Very, very sad, but also very good, very happy ending. So we established relationship and then they were like, you know, bestie, westie, westies in the relationship and they were so slay and doing good and amazing. They were married, all this stuff. And they were going to have a baby. Guess what happens? Guess what happens? They're fucking around with some crazy artifacts. She loses her memories of just him. Oh, the pain. And she has to, like, everyone knows that, like, they're together. And so she's like, what the fuck? Why are you guys just, like, okay with him? Like, why, Ginny, why are your kids just, like, wanted to play with him? Why is he carrying out? Why is he carrying your spawn? What the fuck? And she's like, oh, well, you're actually married to him. Hey, you're married to him. Huh? Huh? Oh, it's so sad. And then there's, like, a... Oh, there's a POV for Draco Malfoy called Beginning and End. And so it's basically waiting hope, but from his view, and like it shows their relationship, like when it established, like originally. Oh, kill me. Anyways, quote, you've got me in the gallows here, but I'll be damned if you're not the most beautiful executioner I've ever seen. Ah! <laughs> By the way, when he's saying that, it's because he he is trying so hard to be patient with her. He's trying so hard not to be pushy. He is trying so hard to just be good to her and not, and just give her patience. But she's such a bitch to him before she gets his married back. And he's trying so hard to be patient, but she's so mean to him. 
I can't. I can't. I simply cannot. <gasps> but, yeah, it's just... Oh. There's just something about a good archive of our own fan fiction that I just... Oh, it gets me real good. It gets me so hard. Uh, Not, like, so hard, but, like, it gets me, you know? Well, hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ugh. I love good smut. I yeah, and on top of that, all these books, yeah, they have amazing fucking plot lines, amazing characters, amazing character development. Also has amazing smut. Oh, and it's not cringy. It's not cringy. It doesn't feel like a fucking kid who like watched porn for the first time or read a little like smutty little YA romance, a little cringy one. Doesn't feel like they wrote it. No, no. It feels like oh. It's so good. It's toe-curling, like, pulse-stopping. Oh, my God. It's so good. I love it. Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop now. I'll let you guys be free because this is so mean. This is so mean of me to keep you here. Uh, I just love it. I just love it so much. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. So, thanks for, like, humoring me. And if you didn't, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay? I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, basically, your takeaway that you should get from this. Go read a fan fiction. Okay. Go read Dramione fan fiction. Okay, let's give a good little recommendation. Alright. So, we got Manacled. We got Isolation. Let's go over the ones we've already went over. Manacled, Isolation, Wait and Hope, um, Remain Nameless, Secrets and Masks. Um those are the ones we just gone over, but there are so many, oh, there are so many that are just absolutely, oh, oh, so phenomenal, oh, so phenomenal, also, also, speaking of medical, guys, guys, <laughs> on Etsy, there was this, like, bookbound version, or bookbind, I never know how to fucking say it, okay, I don't know how to talk, this is my first time talking, this is my first time ever talking, I just learned how to talk, okay, just humor me, all right, I ordered it. It was my little Christmas present to myself. And so I'm paying with it through Klarna because <laughs> it's like $170. So <laughs> I'm making little, little weekly payments because, oh, it's so much money. But I'd rather pay $50 and $170 outright. And I'm still going to get it at the same time. So I'm like, you know what? I might fuck myself over in the future. But I don't care. I don't care. Because you know what? I'm going to have a bookbinded version of Manacled. And my life is going to be happy. And you know what? I'm so happy because it comes in three separate volumes. So the first one, the first one is like, it's basically, again, like you normally would read it chronologically. But because of this, I have, I'm able to read it in chronological order. Like, when I'm saying, like, they have it chronologically, I mean it in, like, they have one, two, and three. One is the first part of the book. Like, if you were to read it online, two is the second part, three is the third part. Present, flashbacks, back to present after flashbacks. Haha, <laughs> because it's separated into three, I'm going to put myself through pain. I'm going to put myself through anguish and read it in chronological order because I hate myself. That is just so good. Oh, it's so good. I started doing that once and I like got into a really bad, like deep depression. Not because of that, but just like other outside factors, okay? And I knew I was gonna be able to handle it. So I stopped, <laughs> sadly. But you know, I feel like it's a perfect time to do that. It's a perfect time to do that. But yeah, go read a fan fiction. Go go write some. Who knows? Maybe even write some. Live your life, live your truth, queen. 
Um, and yeah. Ew, I have to go to work and like, <laughs> hey, working for capitalist America. I hate it. Uh, anyways, I'm going to read fan fiction also. You know I'm gonna. Let's not lie to ourselves. I'm going to read some fan fiction before I leave. That's what I do. I'm just a girl. That's what I do. Okay. Anyways, have the bestest day. Um, read fan fiction or 